What time is it? It's time for Ricketts Bursey. You want to start a pod? We want we want to talk, huh? I we guess. Talk. All right, here we go. Hey, this is Wicked Spursy, Mike, Steve, and Dave, and your favorite host, Dave, is back after a, a an extended absence. My apologies to the crew and to our fandom out there. But let's get going, Steve. How you doing, buddy? What's going on? I'm doing good. Doing good. I just got back today from a log weekend in Massachusetts. Um, we checked out the New England Aquarium in Boston. We uh, spent pretty much all day yesterday at the beach which was an incredibly relaxing time i'll tell you what beautiful day you know nice low 80s sunny <clears throat> cold clear water oh it was such a nice time driving back was not that great um you know something about sitting in a car for an extended period of time just kind of sucks all the fun out of vacation i don't know about you guys but it's just a, uh, you know that's like the worst thing to end on how did uh how how the little man like the aquarium? I know you were looking forward to his uh, experience there. Yeah, he loved it. Uh, he was incredible. He was better behaved than a lot of adults there. You know, I I gained a new <laughs> pet peeve while I was at the aquarium. All right, my pet peeve now are these adults who show up to these things where there's a lot of children around who are excited and eager to look at the stuff and they get really close to the exhibit. They stick their phone right up against it and they start taking a million pictures. It's like, buddy, you know, you're fucking 30, 40, 50 years old, get away from the goddamn glass and let the kids go and enjoy it. You know, they're actually trying to live it and experience it. We don't need, the world doesn't need a hundred iPhone photos of you know whatever fucking animal you're looking at like just back off let the kids have their experience it, it, it should be that hard also you're taller than them you can see over them like step away dude step yeah, away. relax let the, you know what there's sea turtles uh in the glass on the other side too <laughs> yeah like, just in the spaces where there aren't children else. trying to cram in to look at the stuff it was wild, and it, it wasn't a one-off either. There were a bunch of adults who were doing that. It was just so freaking annoying, you know. But uh, you know, I, to his credit, you know, Isaac didn't really pay them any mind. I was <laughs> getting annoyed. He was patiently waiting, quietly, like a well-behaved person should, <laughs> taking his. You know, he knows he's three years old. He knows I have to wait my turn. When it's my turn, I can enjoy it, and then when I'm done looking at it, I move on so the next person can can look. You know, if a three-year-old can figure it out, your fucking 30, 40, 50-year-old ass can too. That's my little rant about, uh, you know, visiting a tourist attraction. (laughs) The beach was much more relaxing. I feel like, stop me if I've told you this before, I feel like I've told you guys about the Wiggles before. Have I ever told you about the Wiggles? Oh, I know about the Wiggles. But about our our, our experience with the Wiggles? So, oh, no, no, no. Mike, you know what the Wiggles are. Steve, I don't know if if uh, the Wiggles even mean anything anymore to to little kids. But um, <laughs> when when Logan was little, um, you know, we're talking three, four, five. Like the Wiggles were this show, right? These grown men who dressed up in colored outfits and sang lots of songs, right? Mike, if I sing like fruit salad, yummy, yummy to you, you know what I'm talking about. Well, we went with some friends. We went to see the Wiggles live. At, uh, oh, yeah at a actual theater you know like a a legit place and during an intermission we were in the upper deck during the intermission a couple of the actual performers came up to the upper deck presumably to like greet kids and you know maybe sign autographs and do all this type of stuff i'm not lying to you i saw grown adult women scores of them just abandon their kids and just go bum rush these these wiggles like they're the freaking Beatles and treated them like they were just like these these amazing men that deserve their time like just no no respect for the situation or the fact that the kids were there to see these these people these these women were getting their face time with with the wiggles and uh 
Steve, go ahead and Google those guys. Get get a little I know, bit. I know the like, Wiggles. Yeah. You know, All right, good, good. Like so, yeah, you, you know, they didn't deserve to get that kind of attention. I'll just no, put it to you that way. Absolutely not. They started with the millennial generation. Uh, they, they do span generations, and there have been a number That's of true. different Wiggles. Steve may have watched the Wiggles growing up. That's I had not watched point. the Wiggles, although staying at my mother-in-law's, I was reacquainted with Arthur on PBS, and that sure. took mm. me back. Timeless, yeah. Arthur's yeah. a good one. Very nice. That was a Very good nice. Time. Well, Steve, glad to hear you picked up a pet peeve and had a good good trip and a good day at the beach. Absolutely. Uh, hey, Mikey boy, how you doing, man? How you been? I've been great, man. Um, I am fucking rolling today, Dave. Um, <laughs> I had a freaking uh, awful weekend uh, at work. Uh, I, I got called in one time, so I gotta buy I gotta buy a new roof, right? Gotta buy a new roof. We're going eco friendly solar, right? So I need the new roof. I need the solar. Um, I need gutters on my garage and, you know, and a patio. Those are the four things in my life. Um, and I need them within the next year or so. So obviously that's going to cost probably $50,000 out of my, out of my, uh, out of my life. Oh, um, easy. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, we're getting the, we're going to no money down. We got approved for no money down on the solar. So that's good. Um, our payment's going to be less than her actual, uh, electricity bill. Uh, so that's also good. Here's the thing. You got to pay for these things, right? Um, you you, you ask for a service. <laughs> you ask for a service from a, from a group of individuals, a, a company, if you will. Um, you have to pay them for the for said service. Um, so when I take my call and I pick up extra call, I expect that people will be getting injured so that I can come in and, and do my job. Uh, apparently nobody got injured this weekend. Um, wow. I never thought about that. You rely on the, the misfortune of others. Oh yeah. Yeah. I make, yeah. I make my money on the misfortune of others. That's a weird twist, man. I never it, is a, it is a weird twist, right? Yeah. It is a weird twist. Um, nobody ever thought about that with a, when they mentioned their healthcare heroes. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, that said, I got called in for one case. It was an hour and a half. It ended right around, uh, about 30 minutes before game time, I got down to uh, Vivid Coffee, met up with uh, 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 some of the Green Mountain Spurs. I met a couple new uh, prospective members of the Green Mountain Spurs, um, younger people, so they probably don't use Facebook, even though I steered them toward the Facebook group. But um, wonderful time there. Funny thing that happened to me today. I'm all amped up because, you know, what a match. We'll get into that. But I'm all amped up for the match today or for the podcast today. So I'm going to the, to the bevy, uh, the bottle shop. We call it the bevy bottle shop for our English, English uh, folks um, to, to get the beers for today's, for today's podcast or the beer. All right. But I what get about there. the rest of our uh, listeners? There are Czech listeners, our Spanish ones. You right. Know, you, come on, let's keep it going. What what else do you call it? Uh, some Canadians I, you know what? To, to my, to my Czech, uh, my Czech friends, Nostravia. Um <laughs> <laughs> but we, we we can get into that too. Um, anyway, I'm going there and I'm at the light in Winooski off of 89 to turn uh, to go to the bevy, right? Everybody knows where that is if if you're from Vermont. There's always someone there, uh, you know, uh, who has a sign that says they're homeless or they've lost their home or whatever, Um asking for money and donations, that kind of stuff. And there's always, they always have like a cardboard sign, but here I am listening to, and I don't ever do this either. I, I, I was pre-listening to a podcast um, because I knew that, I knew that Ricky was going to be on. I love the fighting cock and I especially love when Ricky's on because the way that him and Flav and John Bass all like kind of interact with each other is fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. I feel similar to what we do, but um They've they've been at it a lot longer. So I'm sitting there listening and I've got it turned up. I've got to turn yeah, up. But I got, got the window looks, rolled right. Down. I got the window rolled down. It's it's fucking it's nice out, right? It's like 69, 70 degrees in Vermont right now. Sunny, beautiful. This guy, I'm right there at the light. First one, he's standing right next to me. Wanting me to give him money and I'm pulling out a couple of bucks out of my wallet and he hears Ricky says something about Tottenham and he says to me, as I'm looking down, I haven't looked the guy in the face yet says Tottenham sucks. So what'd you do? 
I turned to him and I looked and I was like, excuse me? He goes, he goes, Tottenham sucks. And I was like, I was going to give you $2, but now I'm just going to put this right back in my fucking wallet. <laughs> I put it in my wallet, light turned green, and I took the fuck off. <laughs> wow. This actually happened to me. Wow. Um, so I get to the beer store and I get in there and I know exactly what I want because they have it there. I wanted this uh, Lucy and Howe brewing because um, I knew that the bevy had it there and, and my shop uh, up in Georgia didn't have it. And I went in and I said, oh, look, there, there's, there's the Lucy and Howe. There's like four different kinds. And I was like, I'm going to take this for the pod. And then I looked over and I saw the Lawson's Elderberry Gosa. And I went, oh, shit, I got to get that. And then I looked over and I saw um, some upper pass and I'm like, shit, I got to get that too. And then I said, well, I might as well, I'm already three, four packs deep. I might as well go to the back of the shop and check out, see what they've got from uh, the other States. And uh, they have a big cooler with stuff from the other States. And I saw, I saw um, a brewery, which I've been trying my ass off to get, which is funny. It's from, it's a Rhode Island brewery. We'll get into that later. Um, but it's a Rhode Island brewery. And I've never had the pleasure of actually having one of their beers. I have oh, a hat. You found Narragansett. I'm not talking about Narragansett, <laughs> but I am talking. I am. I am talking about a brewery that was frequented by our very own, by Wicked Spursy's own Brian from Rhode Island. So um, I'm calling out Brian from Rhode Island right now for never having brought this beer to me. Also, my uh, one of my best friends, Trey, uh, lives in Rhode Island. Um, also has never brought this to me. Um, I'm highly disappointed and we'll talk about that later. Other than that, life is fucking great. Um, and uh, and I'm still $2 rich. So because some guy made a goofy comment when he- The moral add, of the story, being a gooner doesn't pay. If you're begging for, yeah, if you're begging and you're a gooner, I'm sorry for your situation, but you lost my money at that point. That's just karma, right? Yeah. Mike, I mean, this is a really weird question. Let's turn the tables. Let's say you're that guy, and that guy's got an arsenal pod on in his vehicle. What do you say? What do I say? I shut my mouth if I want some fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> Priority, I, right, man? Also, I got to say, Dave, it's so great to have you back because... <laughs> Nothing against Jason, but he wouldn't have asked that question. He did <laughs> ask a great question. Also, your beard is on. Well, thanks, man. It might whoop, my beard is uh due for a little trim up, but I, I appreciate it. I think the, you just uh, let it go, man. It's it's just, it's, just, it's, it's 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 very wolfman jack. It's very yeah, yeah. perfectly <laughs> perfectly shaped. It's it's very nice today. Full full Santa Claus era is kicking yeah. in, man, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Should we talk about some football? Let's talk about some yeah, football. So. so yeah, so I got to say, Mike, knowing that you, well, Steve, remembering that you were on vacation with the family, and Mike, knowing that you were at Vivid with, uh, you know, some younger folks. Now I know why when I was sending all these messages on the WhatsApp, it was like a freaking echo chamber I was talking into. Like I was like, damn, these guys are totally blowing me off. I just yeah just got back in the game and I, I don't even exist anymore. But now I know, so my feelings are no longer. He's like, yeah, he's like Dave only chat. Exactly. Hey, <laughs> you had you your cry. This? You figured it out. We're all good. Yeah, but hey, let's let's get into it, Mike. Why don't you get us uh, get us started? What uh, what did you see that you liked or would like to talk about from from the Dude, game? Dude, lineup changes. <clears throat> okay, do it. Lineup changes again, man. Um, so this time we get to see Pedro Poro. We got to see uh, Papsar, right? Yeah. So coming into game one, we were like, "Holy shit! Look at this lineup!" I didn't expect that. This is kind of the uh, lineup I expected in the first game. Um, I expected the the speed, um, the uh, the crossing ability of Pedro Porro um, to uh, to be able to break down a Brentford style type of defense. Um, a guy with recovery speed who can get back and at least slow up a slow up an attacker. Um, this is kind of what I expected in the first game uh, because of the way that Brentford plays and the way that Brentford. Uh, counterattacks and that kind of shit. Um, it kind of made a little bit of sense for Man U, but for me in the beginning, I was like, that front three of Man U is scary as shit, um, especially with Rashford over there and Garnacho. Uh, and I, I, I was a little bit hesitant to to be excited about it. Uh, the Papsar, I 
100% expected to start against, against Brentford um, just for the, for the plain fact that he's uh, an attacking presence, you know, um, he can, he can bookend with Madison, you know, uh, and sandwich with Basuma in the middle. Um, I think that the lineups actually came off pretty well uh, with this game. I, I really, ex- I got really excited, uh, you know, straight off, straight off the bat at kickoff. Like uh, we didn't have the volume really turned up, but you could hear the excitement in the crowd. Yeah, there was there was a buzz for sure. Right? There, there was definitely a buzz. Um, the giant tifo was cool, right? Uh, we there was a little bit of there's a little bit of everything going on, you know. Or as as Mike likes to say, it was electric. It was, it was, it was electric. electric. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus we're we're back, baby. That's right. Oh yeah, we're back and better than ever. Um, so anyway. Woogie, 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 woogie. So anyway, like I loved, I loved all the excitement uh, in in the park. Uh, I loved the fact that that uh, we didn't really we didn't really change our tactics at all. It was it was live fast, take chances, right? Lots of passing, lot lots of dangerous passes, lots of dominance in the midfield, um, lots of lots of uh, Basuma centric uh, defending turning it into offense, everything about the game. I loved um, that said the, the, the very start seemed a little bit eh, kind of on edge. Um, we settled into the game. And I think the second half, the second part of that first half, um, I, I think that you saw Tottenham just start to take over a little bit. I think you saw the midfielders, the man who midfielders getting a little bit frustrated. I think that, um, I think that Destiny Odoji, sorry, Odogi, um, was showing up at places we didn't expect him to. Like, so, I mean, if you look at the lineup, it was very, very predictable at the front, the front three. It was, predictable with our center backs um and it just on the outsides and in the middle it wasn't it wasn't as predictable as we thought it was and and i thought that the game the game played into our hands you know within within 15 to 20 minutes um so i mean we dominated possession throughout the game and we get into more of that uh as as we move along here but yeah let's uh i'm gonna go to steve with a question if that's okay Sure. Steve, um, is it too soon to be worried about Richarlison? What do you think on that one? No. Um, I, I And honestly, it, it all comes down to Ange, right? So I, I'm glad you asked this question because he kind of fits in with the comment that I wanted to make about the lineup too. Uh, I, I think the way that Ange is handling the team, bloated as it is, is just in, impeccable. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at the changes he made, right? Poro comes in, Sar comes in, you know, Skip drops, Emerson drops. And, uh, you know, when he was asked about it, he said something along the lines of, you know, it's not that they did anything wrong or that they were underperforming. I just wanted to see these other guys, you know, I know what I've got with them now. I wanted to see what these guys would do. Which is you know? brilliantly honest and no mind games, right? Like, doesn't that feel so foreign compared it- to the last two managers we've had? Well, it really does. But to me, it does two things, right? It shows that he is willing to, you know, flex people into different spots just so that they can get some time out there so that he can assess them, see where they're at. Uh, But I really appreciated he had said, you know, how do I know how they're going to react to this level of play if they don't play? Right. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's just that that sense that we've been missing for the last few managers of just letting these guys go out there try to you know handle the tactics try to get out there and and put the game plan in action and see whether it works right you know you might call it a gamble maybe Uh, i like to think he's not gambling but he's you know he's seeing these guys in training he knows what they can bring uh and and it's to me it's Ange calling him out and saying this is your time i'm giving you your chance take it or don't right and it, so far, it seems to be paying off. You know, we're two games, two real games in to the season, uh, and, it, and it looks good. So with that in mind, we're talking Richarlison. You know, he hasn't scored, no assists, nothing like that. He's been a little bit frustrated, making some runs that aren't getting caught out. You know, he's he's trying to do things. Seems to be 
you know, like half a step behind where he's supposed to be at a lot of mm. uh, these moments. Uh, but I'm not worried because Ange mentioned that, you know, he specifically said, look, in the first game, hey, you know, we didn't go to Richarlison as often as maybe we should have, you know, he was making some good runs. He, like he's recognizing the work that Richarlison's putting in. The team just isn't playing to that right now. I, and and if it doesn't worry Ange, it's it's not going to worry me because mm-hmm. frankly, you know, if it doesn't work, if if we go another couple games and he's not scoring, Ange will hook him. You know, I have no doubt in my mind. Ange will say, you know what, this just isn't working. You're not getting the tactics back to the drawing board. He'll get his chance further down the line. You know, no doubt in my mind. But uh, I, I'm not at this point in the season so far with everything I've seen and heard from Ange. I'm willing to say if if Ange trusts Richarlison to go out there and try to do his best, he can have all the leniency for me. Uh, you know, again, personal opinion, fandom aside, you know, I'm sure people are, are calling for him to be hooked and, you know, Son can play center forward, you know, put, put Solomon out there, you know, somebody else. But uh, if Ange thinks he's got something to offer the team and is willing to give him the chance to do it, I'm willing to give him to the benefit of the doubt. You know, I'm not expecting him to put up Harry Kane numbers. Frankly, all I need from him is the effort, which I do see from him. You know, it's not for lack of trying. He's he's out there. He's doing stuff. It's just not coming off right now. Uh, and and some sort of payoff at the end. Right. You know, give him another two, three games if it's still not working. You know, back to the drawing board, maybe. But until then roll with it you know he's trying he's he's passionate he really wants to be there he's not some uh Ndombele like character who's just lazing about trying to earn that money you know he knows Spurs spent a lot of money on me they want goals for me I know it's required honestly I do think he's in his head a little bit I think mm-hmm. if Ange can get him out of his head I think if, if his teammates can support him the way that uh, I know they can based on what I've seen so far this season I think the payoff is going to be worth it, you know, so I'm willing to ride it out. You know, that that's just my opinion. I know other people out there are more ready to just cut our losses under Charleston, but I'm not there yet. You know, one thing I noticed about him is uh, he's not flopping nearly as, as often as I would consider his norm. I don't know if you guys have noticed that, but just, just kind of watch for that. You know, how when he played for Everton, you'd always be like, all right, dude, just get up and get on with it. And he did the same thing for us last year when, when he was on the pitch, but I don't see as much. I have to wonder if Big Ange maybe uh, told, told him to cut that out and and just get back to playing. I mean, it might be. It, it really would seem like something that he would want. Um, but that also might just be sort of a different mindset, right? Like we talk about, um, you know, how these guys, a lot of what they do and why they look so good is just they've been doing this for a long time at a high level. They have that muscle memory. They have that instinct, that intuition, you know, all that stuff going. And if you're getting to the point where you've got a coach telling you, you know, I know what you've been up to. I I saw what you were doing last season. I saw what you did at Everton. You know, I don't want that. I want you to be strong. I want you to try to like push through these challenges to to really go for it. It's almost like you're trying to unlearn a bad behavior, right? Which can be a little bit tricky. It throws you off a little bit. And, you know, we've seen he has been a half a step behind. There were a couple of chances in that uh, United game where if he was maybe a step quicker, he would have gotten to the end of something. Um, You know, there was one cross in where I think he would have connected with his head if he was just a little bit faster. But again, I see the effort. I see that he's trying. And as long as Ange thinks he's worth keeping out there, I think it's worth giving him the benefit of the doubt. I think Steve too, it's, it's, it's a little bit of a, it's, it's a mechanism of the, the position he's playing. Uh, the amount of service he's getting as well. I mean, um, you know, I maybe, maybe you know, the fact that he's a little that he's more central now, um, he has to hold up in the box. He has to he has to play a little more physical um, that he's used to. He's not playing in wide open space uh, like he would on on the on the left side um, if he were, you know, playing a sunny uh, type winger position. You know, he doesn't have that that ability or 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 for, I guess, lack of a better term, the want to do, to be able to do that. Or like you said, the muscle memory to do that because mm-hmm. he's playing a wholly different position. Um, he's, he has to hold up in the box. He has to be able to receive balls. He has to be able to 
continue forward motion to to receive a, a, a through ball a through ball from a from a midfielder or from somebody like Decky who's 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 coming back inside uh, or, or across from a, a Poro so he has to be on his feet at all times he can't he can't do that flopping but it also it also I mean very well could be Ange saying knock it the fuck off you know <laughs> now, I like I, I like that version better personally but you know now Dick, I got a question for you. All right, and for it. Mike, I guess, too. But I, I, I want you to answer first because you put me on the spot. I'm putting you on the spot. Welcome back, host. Um, so we've, we've been suggesting midfields for a little while now. We've been dancing around it. Madison, no doubt he's been good since he's come on. Now there's talk that he's picked up a little bit of an injury, a foot mm-hmm. injury. Could mm-hmm. potentially be out. Mm-hmm. Does that worry you? No, it doesn't, um, because LaCelso slots into that role, and I'm still happy with Basuma on the pitch. I'm still happy with Sar on the pitch. Uh, Bentinker is coming back uh, mid-September, I think I read today. So no, uh, Madison is phenomenal. He, if if Spurs are going to be a resounding success top four team this year, which I didn't think was possible a month ago, I think it might be possible now. Madison will be the the factor in in making that happen, no question. But if it's a minor injury out for a few weeks, not concerned one bit at all. How about you, Mike? Uh, I'm 100% concerned. Wow. All right. Um, and here's why. Um, and this this is this is the the big why, um, because uh, the the two people that I believe can. Uh, take his place and play his position on the field are uh, one and Dombele who uh, I wanted to give a chance to at the beginning of the season and you can fuck off. Um, and two, Gio La Celsa who uh, looks like he's getting looks from Barcelona right now uh, and wants and, and still wants out. Um, so those are the two replacements that we might have for him. Um, nobody is going to be able to give, uh, give the service um be as good on the ball, be as calm on the ball. Dude, there, there were times in this game where he was being approached. He he received the ball, turned, and was immediately approached by two guys and a third defender trailing um, coming at him. And he just calmly kind of dribbled through them. Yeah, he's amazing. He like, really is. I knew this, you know, I knew that, like, I, you know, I didn't watch Lester a ton, but I knew that, like, when Lester was playing in uh, in my DraftKings contest, first fucking guy I'm picking is James Madison because of his passing ability, because of his shooting ability, because of his, you know, a dude who can stand over the ball and take a set piece from anywhere on the field. Um, his corner kicks, like, the, the dude changes games. Mm-hmm. Um, and without him there, we are, we are a weaker team. Um, and evidenced by the fact that, um, and, and I'm not going to say he put in a terrible performance, but the fact that Skippy is just still a step behind, especially in this offense, I think he, the way that he plays is a little bit, is a little bit too slow, a little bit too methodical. Uh, he maybe thinks too much when he, when he's on the ball, um, you take him out. You have to put Skippy in if if you're going to let either one of those guys, other guys, go that I mentioned. It's 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 a it's a completely different game without Madison in there. I don't think Basuma is able to do what he does without Madison in there. I think and, I think you're right, Mike. But I, I I'll go a step further with my my stance earlier. If there was going to be a window for Madison to be out, and we don't know that he's going to be out yet, but if there was, I would say it's the window where we have Bournemouth. Burnley and Sheffield um, as our next three, next three matches. A hundred percent. But like, like I said in the past though, like the games that you need to win are those games. The games that you should win are the games you need to win. Absolutely. And always those games, those Manchester United, the, the, the shit heels, the man cities, the Saudi United. Those are the teams that, those are the teams that you want to beat and would be nice to beat, but the teams that you need to beat are those teams that are in the bottom five to eight. You have to beat those teams, and those teams are there. 
but hey, do you trust Ange to figure it out? Um, I 100% trust Ange to figure it out. Uh, you know what? I'd love to keep a little, I'd love to have a little pocket Ange. <laughs> you know, anytime I'm feeling down, I'd just be able, like to be able to like pull a little Ange out and just be like, have him give me like a little quote. I'll be like, all right, cool. I feel much you, better now. Call, call you mate. mate at the end of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You call me mate. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's fucking go get him. Like type of a thing, and I just stick him in my pocket and be like, "All right, I'm good for a couple more hours until somebody else pisses me off." Very nice, very nice. Um, you know what I wanted to ask you guys before I ask a really important question, but I have a, a, another question first. That is, whatever happened to the concept of like um, incoming players from other leagues needing time to bed in? I, I'm kind of feeling like Vandeven and. Udogi in particular have like laid waste to the, the entire concept of what did Pochettino used to say? It takes like 12 to 18 months for a player to, to fully bet in to, to play in the prem. No, it's and just to guy, buy him some fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, going to be telling Chelsea the same thing now. Yeah. And they'll fire him tomorrow. <laughs> they play, they paid a uh, 115 million for Caicedo and Brighton's laughing all the way to the fucking banks right now. Yeah. Did you see yeah. those Brighton tweets where they're like, Hey, no returns, no, uh, no, <laughs> no, no paybacks, no give backs. <laughs> No yeah. give backs. The funny um, thing to me about that whole situation is to skirt the uh, financial fair play stuff. They've got these guys on like seven, eight year contracts. So, oh, like, yeah. you know, if I'm Caicedo and I'm having a shit time at Chelsea and the fans have already turned on me because of one shockingly bad part of a game, because he didn't even, you know, he came on as a sub and didn't even finish. I'm like, you know what? I have eight years. I'm making this much money. Like, go ahead. Try to get rid of me. Oh, he's going to indomble it, right? Like that, yeah. that's, that, that's been Tangy's play it's from the be beginning. It's impossible to get rid of some of these guys. Mudrik, yeah, it's like, guess, Bill, he's been ass. I mean, guess Chelsea what, Todd, Todd Bowley? Uh, you, you can't sell Caicedo to another team uh, next year like you did for with Josh Beckett, you know, because he didn't work <laughs> out. Very true. <laughs> this is not the MLB, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> But hey, I have I have maybe a, a more pressing question that has been on my mind for quite some time. Um, Steve, do you mind if I ask this question? Dave, I would be delighted for you to ask this question. I got to ask it once this season. We had a special guest ask it last week. Yeah, but I haven't heard you ask it. You know what? Let, let, wait, before we before we ask any questions of anybody else, Jason's a nice guy. Is he? Is he that special? <laughs> We call him a special I, guest. I'm not. I, I'm not judging a guest. Look, I, think, he, I think every guest is a special guest. You know, they're, they're exactly. Special. Exactly. I want to set the bar because, like, we know Jason. He's a friend. We are allowed to shit house with him. How special is that friend on our like level of special? Look, so we, guess, let him, we let him yeah. on the show. That's pretty special. I mean, how special? Then, then if he's pretty special, then how special is like when we get fucking Spider Man on or Steve Nash or somebody like that? Well, that's a very special or God or God willing, our our good friend, Jake Berger, who's killing it down at South Beach. Our boy Jake is killing it. Took his took his talents to South Beach. I'm just saying, you know, on the flip side of that, Mike, do you really want to go around parading the fact that we would just let any schmuck onto this show who, you know, has a pulse? All right. Decidedly, Jason is not a schmuck. Yes, exactly, exactly. But we don't we don't want people out there to think, hey, you know, these guys, you know, I better shut my mouth. He's going to pull his spurs. He's going to pull his offer of bringing bringing the cornhole boards to the barbecue. So it's I'm going to keep he is decidedly a special guest. uh, He is simply because he earned the rights to be on here. Okay. This Mike, is a privilege. Not, Mike, yeah, I, I have boards. That. They're, they're White Sox boards, but I can bring them if you need me to. So just, just <laughs> let me know. Okay. I got Tottenham boards. They just have no legs. Well, that's that's problematic. That is problematic. It's a long story. Lieutenant Dan? <laughs> it's a long story. Lieutenant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Steve from the Steve from the top rope there, man. Jeez. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, you got legs. <laughs> Can't wait to get to that barbecue. Whoa, what happened to your legs? Uh, you ain't so, got no legs. So here's the question that's on my mind. I'm wondering, hey, Mike, what you drinking? Oh, oh. Dave. That he loves when we ask that question. God damn it. Yeah, and he I stole my tagline. He stole my tagline. 
we haven't seen Dave in like three weeks, and and you steal my tagline. But I have well, been wondering, and I do I do know that you appreciate it when I ask that question. So glad to glad to help. Yeah, so that I you guys it even more. So that you guys and myself have done no um free judging of my beer or pre-research. I have a beer research. from a brewery. My friend Trey, uh the one who always, you just shit on for not bringing you beer. Oh, he if I didn't shit on him, he would probably never talk to me again because he knows our relationship and we've known each other since like the eighth grade. So you have um, weird friendships, bro. Yeah, right. I, I love that friends. dude. I, yeah, I'm friends with you guys. <laughs> um so walks into that this one, one is from uh this from brew. He always sends me pictures of his place. Um it looks super cool. Um, I love, love, love this place. Uh, uh, just from the pictures and, 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 you know, the way it looks, uh, and I've been told great things about this brewery. Um, it's a brewery in Rhode Island. It's, uh, in Exeter, Rhode Island, um, called, uh, Tilted Barn. Trey has brought me a hat. Um, I didn't, I was going to wear it tonight too. And I, and I just didn't do it. I don't know why. Um, but this one is called Cactus. It's a double IPA. It's just it, it, pretty basic, right? It's got a cool little uh, guitar in there. Is it, is inside it cool, the like cactus. needles or? It might, it, it, no, it, I don't think it has it's anything to do with it. It's a joke beer. I got it. I got oh, it. You're yeah, going to drink it beer. and you're going to be uh, in pain. That's what's going on. Uh, cactus, is, cactus is one of our core double IPAs here at Tilted Barn. Bursting with tropical fruit, fruit flavors and aromas. And with an extremely right. soft mouthfeel. All right, I, I, I gotta put a. a we gotta take a time out for a second. I, I, I'm struggling here. All right, so you look like Gavin McLeod. I got, I got a new you're, hat you're, too. You're gonna what, drink a beer. What do you think, okay? boys? You're gonna drink a beer from Rhode Island. I am called Cactus. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it has tropical notes to it. Cactus. A tropical Rhode Island beer called Cactus. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with the concern. Uh, if if this place is as good as you say, you know, they may pull it off. But there's there's cause. I don't. I the captain I, has spoken. That's right, Captain. <laughs> captain. captain I cannot, is telling I cannot you what's up. say that it's that it's actually good. I've been told it's good. Um, here's the thing. Last week was an it was an abject like disaster. Right, Steve? Yeah. <laughs> That was the worst beer I've, I've ever put in my mouth before. Yeah, you and call it the Eric Dyer of beers, correct? Uh, <laughs> also, the worst thing is this in his mouth. Yeah, touche. I, I, I think Jason asked if this if this beer uh, were a Tottenham player, why is it Eric Dyer? <laughs> that, well, that, that was a fantastic question. And I that's give, why give he's Jason, a special guest. Yeah, yeah, give Jason, a special, a special question from a special guest. Yes. All right. So anyway, uh, yeah, naturally unfiltered farm brewed. So it's brewed on a farm made in Rhode Island. I'm going to give it a shot. Why not? It looks great. Um, nothing fancy about it. Just like me. Nothing fancy about Steve. Yeah. <laughs> looks great. Nothing fancy. No, your beard is pretty fancy. I don't know how you keep it like that. It's like a perfect, you have the little pointed thing too. Like, yeah. It's because hair doesn't grow here. <laughs> ah, I got you. That's his I'm New genetics. Jersey, his New Jersey genes are doing that to him. I'm going to attempt to pour this better than I did last week. Oh, yeah, man. Dave, you should have seen it. He had like a, a full five finger head. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. What happened to you, Mike? Did you get drunk beforehand and just lose track? Or No, I'm not it? drunk right beer. now, though. I can tell you that. <laughs> You're doing <laughs> better now. Beer. I've been on call all week and I haven't been able to drink. So, uh, makeup time i got after it today look at this beer look at that beer that's pretty oh my goodness it is naturally unfiltered delicious one and a half fingers my my fat (laughs) look how fat (laughs) my fingers are um you say naturally unfiltered is there like an unnatural way to unfilter beer yeah mike I Mike's guess the there, no, there filtering. is. There's a natural way to unfilter a beer, yeah. Right, that's uh. what you said. But is there an unnatural way? Because if there's only one way, why don't they just call it unfiltered? I don't know. I don't know, Dave. It's like labeling organic, right? Like just it's a it's a it's a word. <laughs> it's, it's a label, Dave. It's a buzzword. Yeah. Don't put labels on me. 
this beer smells really good. It doesn't smell like the dentist, which is great. Steve, I hope your dentist went well. Yeah, it did, actually. They had a new machine, which was kind of weird. They had a new machine. What What did the new machine do, Steve? It was supposed to scan my tooth, right? So I went in for a, a crown, and they took this. It, it, look, it looked like a, a wand from Tron or something, right. like a really sci-fi instrument. And the lady's just like, do, 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 you know, just scanning it all over my mouth. No rhyme or reason. She's not. It, does she do that at home with that wand, too? Because uh, you might want to change your dentist if she does. I mean, but I'll tell you what, you know, this is the second crown that I've had to get there. And the first one when they used this machine uh, before it was like trial and error, right? They, they try to form something up, shape it, dude. How does that feel? Okay. Not good. All right. Let's try to, you know, file it down a bit. This one, they just scanned it and it was like they 3d print a tooth right there for me. It was awesome. Is that, the temp- so is that cool. the temporary or is that the real? Yeah, it's a temporary. Idea? I got to go back in for uh, the permanent one. My wife uh, never went, so went back cool. for the permanent one. It was so cool. She still has a temporary in. Anyway, you looked like you were having a good time. Mike looked like he was like rolling dice and, and, and throwing nothing but sevens. With is that, rolling dice. Is that what we're going for? Seven, yeah. baby. Seven, seven. Um, I don't shoot craps, but I do gamble. And I gamble every week on this podcast with beers. Oh, listen to you. That was that was well played there, buddy. And, yeah, and this and this week, uh, you hit the Yahtzee. Everything everything's coming up, Millhouse. You hit the Yahtzee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this beer is really fucking good. Okay, so Steve, that puts us into the over four range. If you it's think so, really uh, good. Really could be high threes could be high threes. Uh, uh, I think let's I think get we, let's we get some a, more. Yeah, let's hear. Uh, so my friend Adam uh, has texted me and said that uh, we need Dave back on the pod to dial in, to dial in Mike's ratings. That's <laughs> he good. said. He said that on the Discord. He said that on the Discord. Adam and, said uh, that. Yeah. Good always liked him. Always I rated love, I love Adam. Buddy, smart, smart. It was man. because it was because of my uh, four point nine rating on, uh, on 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 Great Rhythm Squeeze, yeah. and I told and I that had to explain to him that like this that beer is like. Uh, one of my all-time favorites and it's a point one for being a perfect beer uh this beer is really fucking good um it's got the right amount of fizz uh it's not too heavy when you drink it um the it it was was right on with the mouth feel so like sometimes you get like a beer that's way too heavy way too malty way too like tough to swallow and deal with this beer makes you want to go in for a second one like immediately. Um, I it, it hits all the citrus notes that you want it to hit. It it has absolutely like I I don't I don't see a flaw in it. Um, outside of maybe this beer might not be great if it warms up a little bit. Mm. You know, it would lose some points if it warmed up a little bit. Like this is a cold cold temperature beer to drink you know and in in lots of beers like develop flavors as they get warmer this beer like has all those flavors right there compact in it um all the citrus notes that you want to hit the pineapple it's got mango it's got maybe a little bit of like orange in it like it's it's really fucking good and i want more of it um mike before you give your rating tilted barn is the brewery right yeah and what's what's the name of the actual beer cactus double it's a double ipa it's at 7.8 percent all right got it man got it all right well it's you just gave us one number let's hear your uh your big number uh 4.6 oh damn it we were close this beer yeah you were close really fucking good yeah we didn't think you'd go that high again but this beer's really you 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 gotta ring it in You'll yeah, be able. Well, you'll no. You'll be able you to. You're, you'll, you're blowing your wad, man. You, you got no room left. You know. No, you boys. You boys are gonna come to the. You're gonna come to the barbecue. You're gonna try great rhythm. You're gonna try cactus, and then uh, and then we're gonna do our uh, live and in person pod, and you're gonna be able to call bullshit on me uh, one way or another. Fair enough. Okay. All right. So Can't good? wait till I try that one and go. Wow, this is just like every other IPA I've ever had. You tell me to get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll hit you. I'll hit you in the face with a dead fish. That's you know what? I, I could honestly use that. 
<laughs> All right, Mike. So now the question is, what song that we've never heard of uh, does this beer remind you of? Hey, hey, he had he had one song recently <laughs> that I had heard of. Actually, two. Billy Joel. I've I've heard Billy Joel. Mike's <laughs> Mike's mental disc discography. Yeah, that. Um, Frankly, this whole season so far, I have known his songs. Let's see if we can keep that going. Good. Yeah, the Billy oh, Joel yeah. hate was strong last week too, man. You're not you, getting it. The second, the you, second you coming hard. The second that I say this, you're not getting it. Is it a Billy Joel song? Four point six Billy Joel. No, it is not. It's a fish song. Of course, because he he said Trey like three times today, so that that made him think. Oh no, no, Beetlejuice. (laughs) My friend, my friend Trey is not Trey. Trey. My friend Trey. He goes to another school. Anastasio, ever heard of him? (laughs) My friend Trey is not Trey Anastasio. He's in a band. Um, One of the members of Fish I've never actually met. Um, It's not Trey Anastasio. You haven't partied at his house or anything like that without him being aware. <laughs> Mike Gordon. Um, I did see. I did see Mike. I, I will say I did see Mike Gordon at Vivid Coffee as I was walking as I was walking out after the game, and I and I big timed him. Did you? Yep. He nice. waved right. He put his hand up to me, and I went, "Hey, Mike!" And I walked out. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Why'd you do so, that? Uh, that I I don't know because because I'm fucking cool. What a dick you are, man. Jeez. <laughs> That guy's no, like, man, I'm writing he's my a reg- next well, song. So he's, a regular, he's a regular. He's a regular for the coffee. He can go. He can go in there and he can do his work, work on his computer, edit his weird fucking photos that he takes. And nobody um, knows who he is except Mike. The from Mike, um, his so lone friend. That said, that said, Mike Gordon is the cactus. Um, that's his bass guitar right there. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. So I'm gonna go. Uh, so you fish. you came into this with a preconceived idea on where you. No, actually, I didn't see song. the I didn't see the bass guitar, and I didn't see the bass guitar until. Uh... Steve, this is a setup. You see, you all know, this, right? I I've got a theory. Before he gives the song, I've got a theory. Have you ever seen that show, How I Met Your Mother? Yes. Because there's an episode where they're convinced that they spent the night hanging out with Moby. And it Moby. wasn't Moby. <laughs> it wasn't actually Moby. And I'm starting to think this is the same sort of thing. You know, it's just some guy who's a regular vivid coffee that Mike thinks passes a, a resemblance to this dude in the band. I think Mike and Fish Mike have a deal worked out. When Mike said, hey, Mike, earlier, that was code for like, hey, bro, tonight's the night that I'm going to talk about you on the pod. I'm going to I'm going to do a, a beer that reminds me you of know, you. And I'm going to use one of your songs. That dude's you know worth what? like $50 million. He doesn't give a fuck about me. You know what though? Well, um, get him on the pod. Let, let's see next what time. Doing. Next time you see him, at I'm Vivid, not getting that weirdo on a pod. <laughs> next time you see him at Vivid, Mike, I want you to say the following to him. All right. Hey, Mike, what you drinking? I will, That'd in fact, good. and I'll get it on video. Um, <laughs> Perfect. Great. All right. Now, give us no, a I actually, I did just notice that, like when it, when I first like showed the can, I was like, oh, there's a bass guitar in there. Uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna go right ahead and say it. Mike's Mike's song. Fish. Okay, that's the name of the song. Yeah, it usually leads uh, live. It will lead into a song called Wikipog Groove, which is very funny because Wikipog is is in uh, (laughs) is in Rhode Island. Um, So it it usually segues right into Wikipog Groove. I think this is planned, Dave. I I I feel like it's a setup, but hey, I'm gonna go with it. Mike's Mike's song, Mike's song, or Mike's tune, Mike's song. You said correct. Mike's song. All right. Hey, this has been uh, Mike. With Mike's song about the cactus, a beer he loves, this loves, loves, loves. This beer is fucking good. It has everything you're looking for and more. He likes and, uh, it. Likes this, it. This has been hey Mike, what you drinking? And I've missed it, so I'm glad. I'm glad got to do it again. Thanks, buddy. I'm glad that you got to uh, try and call me out on some bullshit. Like every I single can, week, it seems like I, oh, I can hey, always Mike, try, right? I can Mike's always a douchebag. You know, if you really want to make it difficult. <laughs> Dude, you nobody, say. nobody said you're a douchebag. That's self talk, there, buddy. That's self talk. <laughs> we could have asked, you know, 4.6, give us the Billy Joel song that is closest to this beer. Ooh. Ooh, we can, we can, we can throw that into the, into the mix. That would be, I, look, I'm not saying you got to do it because I know how much you hate that man, but, uh, you know, we, I know we a lot of his music. Made things difficult. I know a lot of his music because a lot of his fucking garbage greatest hits were played at the bar that I used to hang out with. At, so, Fair enough. So, Dave, right. what do we got? What, what's next on our on our uh, imaginary uh, on our, our running order? 
Yeah. Hold on, let me check. Um, yeah, what the hell do we want to talk about? Uh, I can't even look at you. Hello, <laughs> boat. Hey, respect the captain. There's uh there's Soon we'll be stuff. making another run. Exciting stuff going on this weekend. Um <laughs> There's an early match on Saturday, which is good because we can watch that before uh, we get ready for the second annual Wicked Spursy Barbecue, where we are recording live. Mike, anything you want to share for our loyal, loving listeners about what they what they might what what someone who was coming to the Wicked Spursy Barbecue might be able to expect and what they might expect out of our podcast next week? You got any any little little nuggets to to share? There's going to be uh, some great barbecue. I am smoking a uh, ten pound. Uh, pork shoulder boston butt pork shoulder um <clears throat> you could expect uh lots of lawn games i've got the uh horseshoe pits are all ready to go we got volleyball we got uh what's that fucking i don't even know what that game is with the with the little fucking trampoline he smashed yeah. the ball off of slam ball or smash slam, ball or whatever smash it is. Ball, whatever the fuck it's called yeah. i got yeah, that yeah. going that's my son's favorite fucking game we got trampoline for the kids um we have uh, we have cornhole going. We're gonna have some uh, can jam going. Like all the lawn games you can imagine. There's gonna be about twenty to twenty five people there. Um, anybody who wants to come, just DM us on our. Uh, if you're around in the area, DM DM us on our any of our social media. Um, we'll give you the lowdown, the address. Uh, lots of fun salads. It'll be food fun. Um, Sorry, did you say salads? Salads. Oh. <laughs> i think i'm coming down out. with something in a week uh <laughs> steve's not a fan of salads uh or anything that has a you don't I, make I, friends with salad no 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 I, like i'm talking pasta <laughs> salad things with things with salad. maybe some bacon yummy and, yummy oh okay you had me a bacon all right uh, there's good. gonna be lot. there's gonna be lots of beer um they'll they'll be a special fridge for the uh wicked spursy crew uh vip which, fridge which include which includes the three of us and brian from rhode island and maybe uh jason weedsy yeah um, yeah nobody else has access to that jason. right like this is this is a this is an off limits to others it is fridge good it will be it'll, oh. it'll be a, a private fridge i like um that. yeah private and uh, late night late night fire marshmallows s'mores chocolate um so uh you know send the send the kids home send send the kids home and stay for the fire very nice uh, We'll so yeah, if you're uh, if you're in Northwest Vermont and you're Spursy or Spursy adjacent, uh, reach out to us. We'd uh, we'd be happy to to you know what? bring you under the, the tent. I'm not gonna lie, there are gonna be a couple gooners there too. We're <gasps> gonna be there. Who're gonna be there to shit oh. house? But the, but the, here's the thing. They're I get gonna, it. It's, it's like learn. the deadliest game type thing, right? We're gonna hunt them for sport. They don't know that yet. <laughs> they uh, yeah, they don't know that they're that they're iced tea. Um, <laughs> so so they will be there and they're gonna learn that we live rent free in their heads that's that's the way it is it's all you know i've always noticed that like you talk to a gooner about how they their team performed the, how their team mm-hmm. might have performed in the game like it's already happened today i said oh you know what? i don't think i don't think that uh I think Arsenal got away with one today. And 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 you know what I got in response? How's Tottenham doing? Where'd they finish last year? It's always right. like, why do they have to do that? It's like, no, no, no. But, I'm just but the invincibles, you, like, the invincibles. Yeah, like I'm asking you, like, oh well, remember when Tottenham lost to Leicester? You know, like, you know, Tottenham got beat by Leicester for the league cup. Like, you fucking relax, dude. Remember and when you blew first? We're talking, one horse we're talking race? about your team and yeah. We're talking about your team. I, I, I'm just asking about the game today. And they're out. They you always bring talk up old, to them. You know what it is? You know what it is? It's like Chris Tucker. Why is got to bring up all the shit? And these and these guys are um, these guys are uh, are they actually, boys? Is that what it is? Actually, this this one guy, Will, is uh, he's one of my co-hosts on United Green. Uh, he's gotcha. he's a, he's a stand up dude. He's a stand up right. dude. He's a good guy. Well, except for you know, the uh, we'll be you know. we'll be kind. But but we'll we'll be watching closely. He will also be kind, and I'm sure. And I would expect that he would wear his uh his shitty yellow and black fucking disgusting looking stupid Arsenal shirt from this year. Fabulous, fabulous. No, he'll he'll try to shit house a little bit, but he won't. 
he won't interrupt things. Maybe we'll maybe we'll bring him on to to talk about his his team. I don't know. No, he won't. No, <laughs> nobody wants to hear that. No, no, Might no, as well go and get it. that homeless guy. <laughs> I don't even know if that guy was an Arsenal supporter. He just said Tottenham sucks, and I put my money right back in my wall, right in front of him. <laughs> I think uh, I think you know we probably should start thinking about some closing thoughts a little bit, boys. Um, I think so. Yeah, believe it or not, we're there. So. Uh, Steve, let's start with you. What, uh, what's on your mind? Closing thoughts. Ah, what's on my mind? I'm curious to see, because this, so this upcoming week is an interesting one, right? We've got the Saturday game, early game, uh, which we will be able to give our thoughts on pretty quickly after, all things considered. We will. Uh, but we also have a midweek fixture, second round of the EFL Cup. Uh, we're away to Fulham before going away to Burnley at the weekend. We're we're hitting a period where we've got uh, some pretty quick turnaround, and I'm curious to see Angel's approach with this cup competition. You know, Fulham's not a pushover. It's not like you can expect to just rotate, play out the kids, and see what happens. How much tinkering is he going to do? That is what I'm thinking about right now. Are we going to see? I I have to imagine we're going to see a couple of changes at Bournemouth. If I were to guess. Assuming that we still have the exact same roster that we have now, there's no transfer activity between now and then. I bet Lo Celso starts in place of Madison. Whether Madison is fit or not, I think Lo Celso gets the start at Bournemouth just to give him that rest, give him a little bit of extra uh, recovery. Travel uh, for Barca. I have to imagine we're going to see at least one other change. Maybe Solomon. Maybe. Um, I know he's had a, a little bit of an injury thing he's been working through, but uh, I, I think we, I think you could expect one or two changes, probably two changes for Bournemouth. And honestly, maybe a, a good six or seven for the, the uh, Fulham cup game. You know, I think Angel's going to take it seriously, but I think he is going to recognize that, you know, the style of football that he plays requires a lot of the players and it's a long season that we're only a couple of games into. He's not going to want anybody injured or burnt out right away. Uh, I have to imagine we see a bit more rotation away to Fulham, and I have to imagine that the players that he chooses are going to be given the same sort of instruction. You know, this is your chance, take it or not. You know, it's it's the we're getting to the end of the transfer window here. That's like the last opportunity for people to impress if they want to stay. Or if they want to leave to, you know, kind of, hey, guys, you know, I'm still here. Please pay money for me or take me on loan or something. Uh, but but I'm really curious to see his approach. I'm curious to see if he's, uh, you know, one of those those coaches who's like, whatever is a cup competition, let's focus on the league. Or if he's going to, you know, strong lineups every single time, only, you know, one or two changes. What's going to happen? Um it, it should be interesting. I'm expecting us to definitely beat Bournemouth. That team has not looked good this season. Uh, and I'm expecting, honestly, I'm kind of expecting wins for the next four games at least. Um, Burnley, I think, is probably our biggest challenge just because I think company's a, a really solid coach and will have that team playing well. Uh, Fulham haven't really looked all that impressive Bournemouth, I just think are bad. Yeah. I, I, I'm expecting some good things from Ange this week, um, but I'm also curious to see his approach. Good, good analysis and good question. Curious to see what happens. How about you, Mike? Closing thoughts. Yeah. Sorry. I was making some faces at my uh, wife and daughter who kept peeking their heads in. Um, they yeah, just, I, I know what you feel. I know how you feel about me. I, I was trying, I was trying to distract Steve actually. Um, so is this because I texted you at five in the morning? It is you. <laughs> Holy fuck. I, Amy, Amy, like she goes, she rolls over. Like I got woken up by like, bloop, bloop, bloop. and I was like, what the fuck? And then Amy rolls over and goes, who's texting you at 5 a.m.? And I was like, I rolled over and I looked at, I just hit the top of my phone. And the first thing that came up was, uh, Nikki winks. So I rolled back and I was like, it's just Nick. It was fucking Steve. <laughs> oh, no way. That's funny. So anywho, um, for me, 
going forward, the games coming up, I, I 100% agree with Steve. I think, I think that like, it's going to be interesting to see how Ange deals with a little bit of fixture congestion um, and going forward with, with, you know, minimizing injuries, minimizing, uh, minimizing effect on the, the, the players who are on the field being, uh, you know, playing too many minutes, that kind of stuff. Like his system is an all out, it's a balls out nonstop running system. Guys are always fucking moving because you never know when you're going to get the ball, right? So it's going to be neat how he starts to manage some minutes here um, with comp co- cup competitions coming up. Um, that said, you know, I looked at the next, I looked at the next three games. I didn't look for the fourth game going forward. Um, I think we should get nine points out of those games out of the next three games. Um, I think that, Oh my God, Jesus, that was weird. Um, Sorry, I, I, ju- I just saw a uh, very interesting here we go confirmed that I'll share with you guys when you finish your thought. Okay. Um, so I think that like going forward, I think that uh, we're, we're going to have to start to, to, to understand that there are some things that, that we, 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 that are out of our control. They're out of Angie's control. Um, and I think that um. Steve just threw me off because I think I know I might know what it is, but that said um, we have, you know, a lot of games coming up and as cup competitions start coming up, we have to start managing uh, uh, the minutes of these players. So um, I think matter Solomon, uh, he got a couple of minutes in the game. He had a couple of really good possession balls. Mm -hmm. I know he only, I only know, I know he only played a couple of minutes, Mm -hmm. But he he had uh, a ball played to him where he had to he had to make a move out of and and retain possession of the ball and he was very very strong in that possession. I honestly I think that we can get nine points uh, out of the next three games. And as far as the cup competition goes, is that that's not FA Cup? That's just League Cup, right? Yeah, Mickey Mouse Cup. Yeah, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, fuck the Carabao Cup. So if we lose, we lose. Uh, we can play the fucking youth club, the youth team in that if if we want to. Um, put fucking Brandon Austin in uh, goal if you want. Sure. But I, Forster can play in goal. Like love love Forster. Big hands like a frying pan. Uh, yeah, Steve, you're, drop you're your shit on us because Mike was talking smack about Forster, but now he loves him. Remember that, Steve? I'm sorry. Yeah. Let's get back to what's your here we go. What do you got? Here we go. So let, before I get to that, let me ask you guys. Uh, what would you say Chelsea's biggest position of need is? Um, owner. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. You know, I'm just going to drop it. So uh, the, here... <laughs> the here we go confirmed. Uh, Chelsea have a verbal agreement in place with the New England Revolution. Uh, for the goalie. 16 right? million for Jordi Petrovic. I saw those rumors. 16 million That's to not the what New I England Revolution. I thought it, I, honestly, I honestly thought it was the Los Celso. Here we go. Oh, with Barcelona. With Barcelona. Um, no, Steve would have called that a timely fuck? one because we've been talking about it, right? So he yeah. just said this, I, I, a, this uh, is just one of those. It's like, one. seriously? Like, well, let me tell you something. Uh, so, New England Revolution know how to develop keepers. Um, whether that whether their coach is a fucking creep or not, I mean, yes. um, yes, yeah. Um, <laughs> looking at Bruce Arena, you know the dude's. A I was creep, gonna say, but, how um, do you feel? How do you feel, Mike? Um, I'm I'm look at, I'm a Reds fan. Um, we we know how to we know how to develop keepers. Uh, Matt Turner uh got his first one in the Premier League this week and was brilliant looking. Uh, by the way, big shout out to fucking Big Vic. Um, we didn't talk about him at all oh, on this yeah. podcast. That dude was fucking brilliant this week. Um, controlled chaos is is Big Vic. Uh, he fits in well with uh, with our number seventeen back there that that that, that tries to talk to him. Um, but anyway, like New England Revolution know how to develop keepers. They did it with Matt Turner. 
they they're doing it with Petrovic. Like they, he is the sole reason that they're that they're in second place right now. Uh, you know, and 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 are in the hunt. Like they're playing very well. The, there's there's no shortage of of uh you know goals being needed in in new england right now uh so i that's that's talk for another podcast you know but petrovich is a good keeper uh i i think that that chelsea uh would be done well to have a, a a backup right now um that's that's gonna do them well because they don't have a lot going on in in the back like that and uh and and i think that he could do a job for them that, that they might need. Um, also fuck Chelsea. Yes, absolutely. That's the big take. If, if they get fucking relegated this year, it's going to miss. It's going to make my life. <laughs> it really will. It really will. I, f- I feel bad for dad, but dad never came back. And then he just showed up with another family. <laughs> <laughs> and seemed to seem to have forgotten about everyone else. Like, right? Oh, Hey, yeah. it is. That's a great, great note to close on. <laughs> You're living right across town, Dad. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for bringing that big. Think, thanks for bringing that uh, milk back to us. It's spoiled. <laughs> and on <laughs> that note, we're, we're we're gonna wrap it. Um, hey, this has been Wicked Spursy, and uh, <laughs> listeners, we appreciate you, gentlemen. Appreciate you. I'm looking forward to seeing you in a few days for, uh, for the barbecue and the and the live pod. So, as we go, Steve, what would be a comment you would make before we depart? Don't be an asshole. Thank you for that. And and Mike, how about you? Boys. Boys, 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 boys. It's a crazy world out there. I just want everybody to uh, look around and uh, enjoy the world around yourselves and and be safe. There it is. And you know what? Tottenham Hotspur action. It's fantastic. Spoken like someone who took $2 away from a homeless man today. (laughs) 